0: You sitting there, you at home, you ain't doing shit, scratching your genitals, scratching your ass, smelling your underarm, smelling your own breath, Let me ear just for a few seconds, All right, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast, it's free, the creation tools allow you to, you know, record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer, you can use that same hand you scratch your ass with to go to Anchor, and record to distribute your podcast for you to a plethora of DSPs. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What are you waiting for? Go. Right now. Get off your couch. Go to Anchor. Create a podcast. The world wants to hear what you have to say. Trauma is personal. It does not disappear if it's not validated. When it is ignored or invalidated, the silent screams continue internally, heard only by the one hell catfish. When someone enters the pain and hears the screams of healing, can't begin. Unlike other forms of psychological disorders, the core issue of trauma is reality. Traumatized people chronically feel unsafe inside their bodies. The past is alive in the form of non-inferior discomfort. Their bodies are consistently bundled with visceral warning signs. In an attempt to control these processes, they often become expert at ignoring their gut feelings and numbing awareness of what is played out inside. They learn to hide from themselves. The vessel A. Van Drakoko I'm the one that got to die when it's time for me to die, so let me live my life the way I want to. Jimi Hendrix Life is for the living. Death is for the dead. Let life be like music. And a note. Unsaid. Likes and news Trauma. We'll talk about that today. trail Pill Podcast. Walter Scott, Eric Garner, Nipsey Hussle, King Von, Philando Castile, George Floyd, Walter Wallace, Jr., Mo3. Your mother, your father, your sister, your grandmother, brother, uncle, cousin, daughter, son. What do these names have in common, and why do they draw a direct correlation to our lives? Texas. So when I first got in, I linked up with a lot of the people from Texas, cause that's all I knew. You know, of course, as you go through college and you experience different people from different people from different places, um, you you know you you get a feel for everybody, and you just Tend to fuck with you know everybody based off your standards and morals, and they hold up to them those people you hang out with, those your friends, those your you know you, you know your, your your homies and people you wanna kick it with, regardless of where they from, you know. But you always have your foundation in your neighborhood, you know. So, um, <laughs> you know. That being said, um, go back to this. Article, other part of the article How is identity formed? Identity formation involves three key tasks discovering and developing one's potential, choosing one's purpose in life, finding opportunities to exercise that potential and purpose. Identity is also influenced by parents and peers during childhood and experimentation in adolescence. You know, when you grow up in a place like South Dallas. You learn who you are real quick. For number one, people are not going to put up with you um, being a farce, being a phony, being a fake, being a hoe-ass nigga, or things of that nature, whatever you want to call them. People are not going to put up with that, you know. Um, being from South Dallas is a very, you know, uh, you know, people like to keep it authentic, you know. So, people... You see somebody acting like something that you know they ain't. You know what I'm saying? This dude been A1 since day one in school, in books, but he decide he wanna be a gangster at twenty one. So I does gonna call it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not going to let you stand on the blocks and the corners and go, and go places and see people if you're being the phony because that means nigga, we don't even know who you are you don't even know who you are you think you this but you that you know you haven't proven in this field you haven't proven nothing people don't even know what you you know what i'm saying like people just start asking questions people gonna pull up your resume whether well, it's on the street or whether it's not on the street or just period I'm not talking about street stuff you know what I'm saying? I was never in the streets. You know, I tried in middle school. I tried to hang out with, you know, street people and do street thing, But I found out that shit is just not for me. And that's all right. You know, don't anybody tell you, you know, that's not all right. That's all right. You got to know. You got to know. <laughs> you just got to know. You know what I'm saying? If that's not you. Then why are you there? And if your friends are real friends, they will tell you, say, man, this ain't you. I had friends tell me, "Sneak, it's not you. And I was like, all right, nigga, you right, man. So, shit, I'm going to get back in these books and playing this ball, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of those dudes, man, they did what they did because they had to, not because they wanted to. So, because something was going wrong with them... At home, daddy wasn't there. Mama had to work. Who gonna raise me? How am I gonna eat? Mama trying to make ends meet. Daddy trying to make ends meet. Granny trying to make ends meet. Checks ain't come in fast enough they want to. Rent is due. Bills is due. Lights getting cut off. Gotta walk around the house with candles. Water getting cut off. To, you know, some people have to do what they had to do. They had to scratch and scrape to survive in that area. So... Um, people deal with what they have to do not because they wanted to I don't really think nobody wants to be in the streets it's either because they don't know no other way or because hey man, somehow the bills gotta get paid and I gotta get it the best way I see fit and right now you know, this is it So, they do it. And, you know, that's how their identity, you know, is formed through that. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa, you know. By my good friends telling me, hey, man, this ain't for you, cool. I was able to, you know, know that, okay, this ain't for me, but this is. So, I stayed playing ball, stayed, you know, stayed in the books, you know. And did what I did there because... By them being real friends and not luring me into a situation to be a foul guy or nothing like that, I, I respected that. So, they respected me. So, I stayed in my field. And they stayed in there. And, you know, and uh, remained friends. So some still to this day. So, that built me. That let me know, like, Okay. You can be from South Dallas and, and and not just be a thug. You know what I'm saying? Or or not even just be an athlete, a thug. You can be anything you want to be, a an artist. You know, whether this some, you know, some through the arts. You know, music, dance, poetry, or just all types of literature. Anything you think of, you can make it. The culinary. You know, you can do it. So things like that create your identity, Um, especially when you're younger. And, you know, it it helps you out and and, um, shapes you, molds you, especially when you have people that love you, mold you in the right direction. That's in a positive way. But not everybody has um, a good environment around them. And so they have to do what they have to do to survive. And that, you know, harsh reality turns into a harsh mentality. And that's their identity. And vice versa. When you're in school and you're struggling in school and you want to go to a big school and you're playing sports and not everybody, you know, you ain't the prototype of what they want. Nobody wants you. You know, not many people want you. You know what I'm saying? And you have to realize, hey, that's all right. Maybe it's not made for me to play ball anymore. Maybe football is not just the only thing that I can do. That mentality helped me in my identity and made me who I am today. So I broke up identity in three separate parts just for today. I didn't. it's it's, it's so many branches that, you know, you can go down. i just put it into, you know, three separate parts, you know. So, um, first part, I'm going to get right into it. I just want to stop and say thank you, people who have been supporting me. This is new for me. I know it, you know. I know the shit sound like it's re- recorded in a fucking uh, <laughs> kitchen basement, <laughs> but thank you for supporting me early on, having many people that listen to this, thank you very much, I highly appreciate it. it's something that's new for me, if you can't tell by now, I kind of stutter a little bit, so having the podcast where all I do is speak is a lot for me, so I don't talk a whole lot outside of this, and to selective people uh in my circle, friends and family. So this is a lot for me. It's a different for me. I'm stepping out of my boundaries. I'm stepping out of my box. So that being said, thank you for supporting me. Uh, feel free to give me feedback. Um my Instagram is at TrillPillPod. And so any suggestions or any topics you would like me to talk about, send DM to Trill Pill No spaces. Alright no spaces, just triple Pill Pie. All right, let's get into it. How has identity changed due to social media? As so much of the world has shifted online, discrepancies have emerged between one's virtual self and real self. People may cultivate their online avatar more and more carefully over time. And the virtual self can influence the perception Of the real self therefore it can be valuable to reflect on whether the virtual self is really uh, authentic. hey man say man that's a lot right there that is still from psychology today just to cite my sources make sure you know I ain't copying shit but it really was a good article so you know I was watching our social dilemma on Netflix and uh it opened my eyes. I'm gonna watch it again. But the shit was crazy, right? Like um you need to watch it yourself I'm not gonna be explaining spawn. It's not a goddamn recap show. But look, you can go watch our social dilemma for yourself. And come back here and then yeah, I'll just give you some context. But you know, since the internet has came in, man, some people have really lost um view of their real self you know you have people with millions thousands of likes thinking that they're famous in real life some are and some grow to be but it can be a person that has shit let me say 20,000 followers but you know on the internet on instagram or twitter or you know facebook whatever you use um they seem like they live in a good life they seem like they're you know living no worries and they, they 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 do whatever they want to when they want to how they want to you know what i'm saying and that that's for some people that couldn't be further from the truth so watching um our social dilemma really gave it, re- it really gave you an insight on how it does affect one's identity to some point Everybody that has a phone in their hand, computer in front of their face, TV in front of their face, or whatever, um, has been affected. Especially in this era, you know, this is called, the so, you know, I think it's called the information age. So, we get our information on a 24-hour loop, you know, so, um, but sometimes, you, you know, you may lose sight of who you are. You know, you, you you get concerned with man. I posted a fly ass picture. I had the motherfucking jays on. I had the hair faded, man. You know what I'm saying? I had the motherfucking beard on tight. And you may only get like four, five likes. Man, like, man, what the fuck, man? I'm fresh as fuck in this picture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, for, for for females, like, you know, she may have the titties propped up camera toe out, tights pulled up to a motherfucking neck, camera toe, poking, knees out, thighs out, ass out, arms out, whatever she got out, ass out, and she may only get like, 10, 11 likes, now, these days, it's never like that, I guarantee you, them, them motherfuckers probably get like, thousands of likes, cause, us men gotta do better, um, so that's another type of another day, but um, yeah. So she feel like in her virtual life, like she she popping, she got the ass out every time she you every time she shows some cheeks clapping or show you know show some coochie or whatever, some titties a nipple or something like that. She gonna get millions and thousands or hundreds of followers and likes, but a lot of times. And sometimes those don't amount to any type of parency. Um, and sometimes they cause the woman um, to really lose sight of herself. She feels like she has to be a avatar of herself, even in real life. They, become, they try to become their virtual selves. They um, make body modifications and things of that nature to try to make themselves seem like they are... Online, um, on Our Social Dilemma on Netflix, there was a dude, he was part of the Snapchat team, and he was saying they had a meeting about uh, people getting facial reconstruction or some wild shit like that. Some crazy, out the wall bogus shit um, to make themselves look like Snapchat filters. So that's how far people will go you know, because they feel like, well, shit, my virtual self is way more lit than my real self, and so instead of putting the energy and the time and, um, you know, uh, yeah, the energy and the time, enthusiasm and being their real self, they become this virtual person, and they become very plastic, they become very... um, Weird to be around, you know. When you got somebody around you that's that's faking, like they the shit and they ain't the shit. It's like, you, you know, you can't you can't vouch for that. When you got somebody who, who um, you know, they on Facebook saying I got big guns, you know what I'm saying? Big guns, big bullets, putting niggas on their back, sipping act and these niggas ain't doing half of what they think or what they say they are doing. You know, online, it's a problem. Sometimes people encourage the shit, you know. Sometimes being a rebel, you know, revolting is, uh, you know, it's exciting to some people. You know, they get a thrill out of seeing, you know, oh, girl, get on there. Ass out, shaking. You know what I'm saying? All down the timeline. You know, every single workout chick that's in the gym, they working out, You don't matter what exercise they doing, they could be doing bench press, they gonna have that camera right up that ass. You know what I'm saying? Squats, cameras, at that ass. All that shit's at that ass. Every exercise, curls. That shit got all front. They taking their curls from either the side or behind. <laughs> like the shit, and you ask why? First because first they know that that', that man going look at that shit second is because they know they get some attention and they know it gets them likes and followers and it gets them popularity and it gets them a status to do something I don't know <laughs> I don't know what the uh the goal is when you do shit like that, unless you're already getting paid from it but still after you you know it's like what you know what I'm saying like um but yeah man but things like that um it just it's just a mixing pot full of bullshit in a virtual world that a lot of shit we ain't really doing you know what i'm saying um me personally you know i, I you know i post a meme or i post a picture of me or you know what i'm saying me and my jits or you know whatever um, I don't feel the need to lie or do anything because I've been raised to be myself. You know what I'm saying? I've been raised to always be authentic. So nobody can come to me and say at any time of my life that I wasn't being who I am now. Like I'm just authentic. Of course I've learned some things. i ad- adapted, I've grown, but at the base foundation you know, they're going to say, man, you, you know, Khalil was always about what he was about. He ain't never trying to do something he ain't, you know, want to do or got pressure into doing something he didn't want to do or whatever. And they're going to say, you know, he's real. He's true, He's authentic. You know, I feel like a, a part of that is um, something I hang my hat on. It's something that I teach my kids, you know, don't worry about who you are on. Um, social media. That shit ain't it's whatever. Everybody shows the highlight tapes. If you ever play sports, you play football and you had a you know, you, you have a good game. But, you know, they show all your highlights. You done had twelve tackles. You done did the fool. Smack the nigga on the sideline, knock the helmet off. You done did the fool. They're gonna show you all your highlights. And they're gonna show you your lowlights. They gonna show you when you got pancake. They're gonna show you when you got Knocked off your motherfucking uh, feet, <laughs> you know. But everybody on social media has the uh, authority to post all of their highlights. So you never see the hard times. So it puts on a facade as if a person is not living through a struggle. They're not struggling. They're always happy all the time. Never mad, never sad, always, always sunny, never rainy. It's always smiles, Hallmark cards giggles and wiggles and like I said before that could be further from the truth you know so make sure that you put an immense amount of work into yourself I'm in the process of doing more of that Um, you know nobody has it all figured out but You know, the minute that you stop trying to work on yourself to better yourself is the moment that you die. So, I'm not trying to die. I ain't trying to go see mama yet. She told me to hold it down, down here. I got plenty to go. And I said, all right, baby. So, hey, mama said I got plenty to go. So, I got plenty to go. So, I got to take care of myself. You know, my dad told me to take care of myself. Got plenty more to go. So, there's no sense of wasting my time on here just because you're going through something traumatic. Feel your feels. I'm not saying don't, you know, hide your emotion. Don't do that. What I'm saying is at some point you have to gather yourself and be like, alright, this shit about to end. I got to get my shit back together or get my shit together, you know, however you get there, it don't matter. Just get there and go from there because... You know, you're going to go through things in life where you always have to adapt. So never be afraid of change. Lean into it. Walk into it. Run into it. I guarantee you, it's going to help you. It's going to to help you a whole lot. that's something that I'm learning. So as I'm learning it, I'm telling you, you know. So that's important to me. So I'm going to go into this next one. All right. Going to this next bullet is Sexual and gender identity First, let's go through sexual identity Sexual identity is How one thinks of oneself in terms of To whom one is romantically or sexually attracted to Sexual identity may also refer to Sexual orientation identity Which is when people identify or disidentify with the sexual orientation, or choose not to identify with the sexual orientation, I know there's a lot of repeated words, just hang with me though, hang with me, I couldn't find a better definition, so <laughs> hang with me, you know what I'm saying, um, today we have um, a overwhelming number of people who want to fight for rights, right? Um, not all of it's racial, um, some of it's, you know, sexual identity or gender identity. You know, people are tired of the social constructs and feel like they are beyond that. And that's their choice and they are going to ride for their choice. And um, there's no problem with that because at the end of the day, we all want to be accepted, you know, n- nobody should, um, do harm, or talk down, anybody who, I, you know, I identifies with something other than what you identify with, you know what I'm saying, like, um, we shouldn't do that, you know what I'm saying, that's not what we put on earth to do, we're not the judge of anybody, or anything, so, for us to be trying to, Determine and fuck with nature or just, um, you know, react in a brutally dishonest way towards people who share differences. It's Ridiculous. Now, we're going to get into gender identity. Your gender identity is how you identify and present yourself. For example, as a boy or a man. Or as a girl or a woman, gender isn't about whether you were born with a penis or vagina, but how you feel about yourself. Some people are transgender, which means their gender identity that doesn't align with their biological sex. Um, yeah. Think about people identifying in general, you know, these two kind of go hand in hand, so I'm combining these two. I had them separate, but they got to go hand-to-hand, so, um, we just, you know, recently, um, heard about the story of Zion Wade, or Zaya, um, the son of NBA basketball player Dwayne Wade, and the journey, and, um, what he identifies as, and the support that he has, or anything like that, um, you know, or think about Andrew Gillum, um, he just recently came out and identified as bisexual on the Tammin Hall show. So, you have people, more people who are, you know, coming out. Um, but I think is good for the ecosystem because, you know, it's, you know, it does, like, you don't have to, you shouldn't have to guess, right? Everybody should just be who everybody is and just go from there because, in my opinion, um, it's a bigger picture, Right, and while we're all you know, on the ground fighting fighting each other because of differences, whether it's race or gender or sexuality, the people at the top are laughing and making money. Are you stacking that shit up while everybody else is on the bottom fighting and they got us thinking that each other is the enemy, the real enemy is up top, and they are making. Millions and trillions and you know dollars off of our discrepancies off of our pain off of our trauma off of our you know um um just problems they just make money off the shit, you know what I'm saying they make money off of chaos, you know chaos is a big business, trauma is a big business, and they're selling it back to us, whether it's through media or um, anything, things of that nature. People up top are getting paid off of our division. The more divided that we stay, the more money that they'll make. We ain't making shit down here right now. It's a fucking pandemic. People act like they doing all this. It's, you know, it's some that who are, who haven't had the feel of the, you know, the, um, partial effects of it, like myself. I'm a truck driver, so I never stop working. If anything, I work more. But um, but it's people out here who are dying, um, trying to make ends meet, trying to survive. The street, street pharmacy prices is all the way up now. They back in business when I thought this. It it, it ain't no drop right now. He's not one (laughs) man. It ain't no drop. So. Um, people are stressed out. Like all they want to do is, you know, smoke and 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 try to to uh, find opportunities to escape reality because reality is fucking hard. You know, it's fucking hard to know that you got all these bills to pay and you got rent due and you need food and all this, but you don't have no way to get any resources because the place where you got your resources, i.e. Your money, your checks, your dinero, your fidgety, whatever you want to call it. The places where you worked at, they laid you off because they were failing. You know? So, what do you expect a person to do when they've applied every single wear or just got laid off and nobody's hiring? It's a fucking hiring freeze. Unemployment is through the fucking roof. So what are you expecting people to do? You know, um, they're going to find alternative ways to make money, whether they be positive or negative, you know. But back to the topic, um, we think about Zia Wade and Andrew Gillum and um, other people who have came out and identified as something else. Something that's against the norm uh, here in America or or just the norm in general. You know, whichever the norm is. Like I said in my first episode, what is normal? Um, so, they feel like that they don't have to live within the social constructs of what was set for us just to live by. You know what I'm saying? The shit wasn't like it was gradual. The shit was like you grew up, this is the way it's supposed to be, this, 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 and that. So, um, you grow up, you know, you, you find out experiences that you may have or feelings that you may have for whoever that you may have them for and that's a part of your identity that's how you identify the whole reason people have to come out and say what they identify with because for a long time they either had to hide it because they were scared or they just didn't you know they didn't want to say it because they were scared they were scared of the scrutiny they were scared of the dirty looks and Things of that nature that they may get because they identify with something else that they know is against the norm in America or in, in the world. But I'm speaking for America because that's where I live. So, um, so people, um, people feel the right to express themselves, you know, and that's their right. You know, we all have a right to express ourselves and do the fuck we, we want to do. You know, that's a, that's a perk about being American. you know what I'm saying Um, so you can't deny that you know and but some people will try to judge people because of what they believe in or identify as and I just think that's total bullshit man. you know what I'm saying Um, I identify as a straight male you know I love women you know and only women you know I have friends who identify as gay or bisexual or anything like that. So even growing up, I've had a, you know, I have a gay brother who passed away. So growing up, I never noticed, um, I guess, the harsh reality of, you know, identifying as you know, something other than the social construct or norm. You know, always looked at people for face value. You know, not caring. You know, nothing that you're gonna do. I don't care if you vote for whoever or you identify differently than, than I am. I look at you as face value. You know, how do you treat me? How you treat me is how I'm gonna treat you. And that's the same across the board for everybody. Uh, regardless. That's just how I live my life. That's the way that I was raised. And that's the way that I'm always going to be. And that's the way that I teach my kids. You know, I don't teach them. You know, uh, I mean, of course, you know, as a parent, I have the way that I believe in works best for my child and my children. What I want best. I am the parent, so I believe I know. I know I know what's best for them. You know what I'm saying? And I would teach them. But once you know, once our kids get grown just like we all have to get grown, you know, they are able to make their own choices and whatever freedoms that they you know, may, you know, indulge you. In, you know, so regardless whether it's favorable or not, you know, I'm pretty sure Dwayne Wade's son, you know, him identifying as a different gender, wasn't favorable, but at the end of the day, Dwayne Wade I guarantee you, you know, hey, this is my son, you know, I'm not going to abandon my son because of this and that, you know, now, my opinion on a lot of things is that I really think that, um, the gender identification, sexual identification, um, I think, you can't knock it till you try. It. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I really think kids shouldn't have any business um, sexually identifying themselves. Kids shouldn't be having sex. I mean, don't you know? Hey, man, I know we had sex as kids. That don't make it right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That don't make it right. A lot of us, a lot of these chicks, they ended up pregnant in high school. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us dudes ended up having babies in high school. You know, I don't think that being a high school at age is a right age to make decisions for another child. You have to live some life first. But, you know, things happen. But, if you know, you can pre- prevent them from happening. I guarantee you, your parents probably would. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that you should be able to be grown first before you make a, a sexual orientation. You know what I'm saying? Difference. You know, or whatever you may call it, I'm not gonna sit pretend like I know all the terms. I don't, so I'm gonna call it what I think it is. I'm trying not to be, you know, whatever. But trip Pill podcast, if it is, it is. If it ain't, it ain't. But the um, kids should be grown, you know. I think Zion. You know, it's hard for it. Like, it it's hard for me to see. Like, okay. You're 11 years old, talking about sexual orientation. Are you having sex yet? And the answer is no. Then how the fuck you going to know what your sexual orientation is if you haven't had sex yet? That's my opinion. And I'm entitled to have that. You know, I don't hate dude. I just have questions like everybody else does. But the fact that he has support, uh, mother and, you know, stepfather. I mean, step, yeah, mother and stepmother and father. Rather, um that's what's up He should have support but that's my only thing is you're 11 years old like my whole thing when I first seen it, it was like you gotta at least try to pussy you know what I'm saying like get a pussy a couple tries just to see you know what I'm saying you don't know yet you gotta grow up and you gotta go through puberty and all that shit you know what I'm saying it's it's it's, it's too young to be trying to determine I said same thing for you know the, the, the women, hey, you ought to try. Go try some penis first. A couple times. Just to make sure you don't. You know, when you're adult, just make sure that. Because, you know, that's all I'm saying. it's my opinion. true appeal podcast. You don't like my opinions? Fuck you. Turn this shit off. So, I mean, they're not harsh. It's just my opinion. So, but all in all, um, respect yourself. Respect everybody else around you and don't disrespect people because they're different than you. That's the moral of this story. We're not doing that. That's a, that's you, you don't get no points for being a disrespectful uh, son of a bitch to anybody because they share a different view than you. Whether you like it or not, it's, it, it's this thing that our society has forgot. It's called agreeing to disagree, right? My brother is a Philadelphia Eagles fan. This nigga was raised in Dallas, Texas. Antoro. Most of Dallas. In Texas, period. He's an Eagles fan, which is the arch nemesis of Dallas Cowboys. Now, I'm not gonna stop loving my brother at all. He done had my back. We done been through it all together. He's always been been there for me. But I don't like the fact that he's a fucking Eagles fan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's, he's an Eagles fan. And I'm a Cowboys fan, so that's friction. But I'm not gonna stop loving him because he's an Eagles fan. Like, that's just that's his choices. He has the right to choose who he who he wanna fuck with and vice versa. So hey, that's what I'm talking about. Agreeing to disagree. People have lost that nowadays. You haven't noticed people tend to think if you don't agree with something that you hate it. People get you know, um, all up in the motherfucking, they, they get their panties in the bunch because they just can't fathom somebody not liking what they're liking. If they don't like, if they don't like it, they must hate it. No, they just don't like it. That's it. You know, we all have things that we like or don't like, but that doesn't, that shouldn't. I'm not saying it doesn't. For, for some people, it, it it does. Excuse me. For some people, it does affect them. But it shouldn't affect how you treat people, regardless or whatever. I live in Oklahoma. I don't give a fuck about no politics. But you know what I see going down the fucking street? All type of Trump shit. Cool. I don't really fuck with Trump. I don't really fuck with Biden or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really fuck with it. But I'm not going to not talk... To this guy over here because he has a Trump 2020 hat on. That's who he wants to fucking vote for. That's who we like. That don't mean we can't sit down and have a civil conversation. Like, people have lost the foundation of what being an individual is. Being an individual, you know, uh, independently thinking. <laughs> thinking for yourself, not letting a group or mass media or other things affect your thoughts, like, go out there and experience people for your own goddamn self before you start making judgments you don't you don't know that person you're just making judgments you're just talking shit, you know you ain't been outside you know you may block your blessing fucking trying to judge people and shit May block your fucking blessing. May miss out on, you know, on your blessing. Trying to, you know, tr- you know, trying to <laughs> be it. You know, whatever you want to call it. That shit is weird. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how people can come to the understanding of just because this shit ain't, these people not, they ain't, they don't believe in. And it can go through a, a plethora of things You're talking about religion, you know, identities, fucking sports, all type of shit. Just because somebody else thinks or says something different, has a different perspective. You you hate them? like you wanna do harm to them? like, goddamn. Who hurt you, my nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, who made you feel like you, you know, you have to be you know, peer pressure into doing this? That shit I can't hate. That being said, close out on that one. Sexual and gender identity. Going to this next one. Racial identity. Although race has no genetic or scientific basis, the concept of race is important and consequential. Societies use race to establish and justify systems of power, privilege, and disenfranchisement and oppression. The notion of race, the pure notion of race is a social construct designed to divide people into groups ranked as superior to inferior. The scientific consensus is that race in this sense has no biological basis. We are all one race, the human race. Racial identity, however, is very real. And in a racialized society like the United States of America, everyone is assigned a racial identity whether they know it or not. Well, hey, wherever or not, like you are assigned on your birth certificate, and you get it, or if you ever had kids, or when you fill out the paperwork to have it made, it's always a race box. When you apply to jobs, it's always a race box. First time I seen that, I was like, why is this shit even important? I'm something to do with a job. I don't know if me doing this job, (laughs) like, it ain't matters if I'm black or white or whatever. So, you know, but it's so people can keep stats, right? They keep a stat on how many of who are, you know, here, you know, or in a place, population, um, you know, people, they give it to the brainiacs and they break the numbers down and, you know, create stats and things of that nature, especially for data. It's for data. <clears throat> if you didn't know, the big the big money is in data right now. Just to give you a little plug in: data. You know. It is, right? A Birkin bag, oh, some of these, some of these women, oh, I just want to see what the allure. Now, if you can buy that shit, then go buy that shit. But if you can't buy that shit, why the fuck would you worried about it? That's not a problem. That's on ground level. You know, the rich and the wealthy are—they don't have to do a goddamn thing. Their money's gonna keep rolling in. Um, but people down at the base, you know, the, the, the base level is where we're sitting here bickering about all these problems. And by and what I mean base levels is, is anybody that's, you know, basically if you're not rich and wealthy, it's base level. That's what it's eventually going to be. It will be you no know, middle class eventually. The way I'm thinking about it. Regardless on who's in office or which company, you know, which 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 group takes whatever. That's just the way that it's moving. That's the way the money's moving. They follow the money. And look and, and look forward with the money, <laughs> look further than the money. Follow the money and look further than the money. It's gonna tell you a lot that you need to know about this world, and this great country, and these great states that we live in. <laughs> you know, so um, by unequal, I do not mean providing someone with less. But simply providing more to those who need it. Alternatively, <laughs> fairness and equity means giving students varying, perhaps unequal but proportionate levels of support. This would then mean that those who need and receive the extra support will go on to have the same equal opportunities as those who did not. So I ask a question: Can unequal but proportionate support and treatment encourage equality? But what about using the equity for the equality? You know, this is a question that <clears throat> is basically being asked without being asked to me. You know, can we use? The equity for equality, you know, um, being by Claire, you know, by being by it being unequal, you know, it's not meaning providing someone with less, but simply providing more to those who need it. Be by himself and, like and some said, shit like that. I always go with that nigga. Straight or up. Or if it's four of y'all, two of y'all stay back and two go. But if it's three of y'all, ain't straight nobody up. Get that nigga said, "Yeah, I can take." that nigga, Everybody going. That nigga said, "Y'all yeah, can take two of y'all." That nigga if was you like, get on some "Nah." Bullshit, we gonna kick like, motherfucker nah, nah, we're taking all three. Leave you standing. Well, take so your so truck and room. get back to where we need to be and ditch your truck, nigga. Yeah. And get safe. We ain't come for that. We just want to help, nigga. But we ain't finna get. Yeah. We ain't gonna push our ass straight up. Yeah, nigga was like it's a tight spot. I said, Well, these two niggas is thin. I'm the bigger nigga, so let the niggas get in first and fold up <laughs> and then I'll get in where I niggas. fit in, we'll close this shit and we'll ride out, but we ain't leaving each other behind, man. We not doing that shit. We not doing that shit. I and mean, that mm-hmm. was a realized moment. And then once we got back, we just laughed about that shit so hard for that shit was a fucking that shit was but at the same time I don't think that we, we realize like of equality two questions I'm leaving you with today at this time wherever you listen to this shit at those two questions I'm leaving you if you didn't hear them I'm not saying it more than three times because I stutter